0: Hello, welcome to Sailing Uncovered, it's episode 33. I'm Alec Wilkinson, thanks for listening as always. And for the first time, uh, we're not just available as our usual podcast on your usual podcast platforms, but we're also streaming a video version of the podcast on our YouTube channel. So give it a go. Well, (sighs) extraordinary times, aren't they? And uh, I just want to say, wherever you are, wherever you're listening or watching, hope you and your families are staying safe. Now we're not going to go on about the coronavirus but we are going to talk about the rise and rise of e-sailing especially in the last few months and weeks of this lockdown period because the numbers have gone absolutely through the roof. We've got a variety of guests to talk to, uh, from the gamers to the software designers, how how they developed the game, and uh, also pro and Olympic sailors who uh, play the game regularly and we're going to ask them what they get out of the sport. But let's start with Thomas Bjorn Luty, who's basically the godfather of live streaming of eSailing. And uh, Thomas, thanks for joining us. Isn't it extraordinary how the game has taken off?
1: There, There is 5,000 daily players before 1st of March, and now there's more than 30,000 daily players in this game.
0: So a 25,000 player increase in, what, five weeks?
1: Yes, and that's amazing. But the most amazing part here is it's not gamers sitting at their home and playing it. It's sailors. So the big dream of the CEO, uh, Philippe uh, Guignet, was to create a game for sailors, has come true. Because 80% of the players are sailors and 12% are non-sailors.
0: Yeah, Philippe Guignet, the founder of Virtual Regatta, um, and, and we'll be speaking to one of his... Um original engineers, one of the masterminds behind the game in in a moment. It's not just about the fact that people are stuck at home uh, with nothing to do, because there are lots of um, other opportunities, other things that they could be doing. There's all sorts of other e-sports and there are plenty of movies on Netflix. But an awful lot of sailors are choosing e-sailing. And I think that says something about how realistic it is, but also about the community.
1: Yeah, yes, indeed. And also because uh, it's a sports simulator, and sports simulators react another way than real, uh, real eSport. Uh, there's a difference in, in eSports' world. Sports simulators really um, appeal to the same people doing their sport because they want to do something what they like. They want to be in the same mindset. And some of the players we will meet um, I know you have Cube in the studio later. He, he, he also will come into and say, hey, I actually feel the same way. I have the same excitement when I'm playing this game and the same strategic and tactical mindset. And that's very well done by virtue of a OK, Thomas,
0: um, you stay there. Uh, we'll talk um, a lot more in a moment. But uh, let's you mentioned Cube. Let's get him on. Uh, so Cube um, is um, a young gamer, a young e-sailor, uh, playing in Belgium. He's joined me as a co-commentator on, on a few of these streams. And I'm just really interested to get his idea of, of e-sailing and why he thinks it is really taken off. And what it is, Cube, thanks for joining us. What is it, Cube, that really grabbed you about e-sailing?
2: I think it's, it's just the, the, the way how easy it is to um, to just jump in and uh, and start start having fun. I mean, um, from from the moment you have some spare time, even if it's only ten minutes, because the races are so short, um, you can just go on your phone, go on your PC or laptop, and and start playing. And from the moment you start, you immediately get the same the same kind of feeling, the same stress, as as you have in real sailing, where you know you have the boats around you and uh, well, it's 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 very nice to have it so close to you.
0: Are you a sailor?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I uh, I sail in laser.
0: So, how big a help um, is that in, in virtual regatta in playing this game?
2: Well, I think um, real life sailing is, is can be a, can be a great help if you're starting with a game. So, um, to understand the basics of sailing, you really well, it's it's a big help to have that, that kind of basic knowledge. About, about sailing, about the wind, about wind shift and stuff like that. Um, but then from the moment you really start, well, you start building up some, some kind of experience in the game, then, then you see that it's a, really a world on its own. So you have, you have things in the game that doesn't happen in real life. And also, well, so some aspects are a bit different. So it's really the, the basic steps are quite similar to real, real life sailing. But then from, from the moment you start gaining experience, it becomes more and more world on its own.
0: I'm presuming the fact that so many sailors are competing in it. Um, I'm presuming that means that it is very realistic.
2: Well, I think one of the one of the biggest differences is that you you actually don't know the players in real life, and you never have to encounter them after race as well. So um, <laughs> you you can see that to few sailors sometimes you can get nasty penalties or stuff like that because. Well, it, it, it doesn't matter. Players don't know you and they can do, do whatever they want without anyone knowing uh, or, or having the, the, you know, the, um, the personal confrontation.
0: Um, so someone wanting to get started, how easy is it? What do you do?
2: It's, it's really easy. Um, if, if you have a phone, you just go to your Play Store, or App Store or whatever, and you download, you download the game. You create an account, which is also uh, you, you don't need anything to create it um or on your on your laptop as well you go to the website no need to even install an application or something for it so i i think in five minutes you can uh, you can start and and join the race everything is free um there, there are um well some kind of subscriptions that you can have uh, monthly ones but um well you don't need those to 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 just have fun and to to race against others
0: but uh, admit it though, you guys who are really into it, you can spend money on, on pimping your boat, can't you?
2: Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of money you can spend on everything you want, on, on the race helps. Uh, that can lead you into uh, having better scores and stuff like that. But, um, well, in my own opinion, I think it's not even necessary. I, I personally sail without um, investing too much, uh, too much money in, in, those, uh, in those things.
0: Well, from that point of view, it, it really is like sailing, isn't it? Because you can throw as much money into it as, <laughs> as you want, uh, depending on how much you've got. Um, now, now, you are actually quite important within the international uh, e-sailing community because you set up, I know, the first sort of international racing community group, and you've been at the heart of developing that community. How important would you say is the community? Because I get a sense that even though many of you haven't even met, uh, you are all sort of quite close and supportive.
2: Well, I think the the community has has a few a few good aspects. One of them is, of course, that you have uh, a strong player base where you have multiple players at once online, and you can you can do meetings and, and for instance ha- set up races um, at given times. But the other aspect, and that's what Thomas said already um the well a lot of real world sailors are also in the game so from the moment you you get to know one another you know okay he's doing that sort of thing in the sailing world and this gives you a lot of a lot of tips and tricks from the real world as well so you get input from a lot of um, parts of the sailing world and they are all together uh, connected together to that to that game
0: I'm with Matt Cornwall, uh, three times America's Cup sailor, I think it was um, Valencia was the middle one in 2007, GBR Challenge before that, um, and you were at the last Cup uh, for, with the British team in, in Bermuda, but what we're interested in is your e-sailing, sailing career, because <laughs> you're quite a fan.
3: Yeah, I really enjoy it, I, I got into it through a crew that I sail with uh, on a boat called Jetty. there was a bunch of boys playing it, and uh, the. You know, I saw what they were up to, and I thought oh, I'll have a quick go at that, and uh, I got pretty hooked quite quickly. Um, and it's amazing you you sort of start off and you're quite happy with the sort of basic package, but pretty quickly you want the best you can get, and you you're competing hard against all these people online. Plus, you can compete with your
0: friends on it too. It's really really good fun. Uh, so you see, for the for a lot of uh, I don't know, traditionalists, they go e-sailing, computer games, oh goodness gracious that's what on earth are you talking about what's that about that's not proper sailing um but you're telling me that there are loads of pro sailors out there who are loving it
3: oh yeah and they're very good at it too I mean you, you do need a level of sailing to be able to understand really how to do well and uh, I mean, and it also helps your sailing skills I, I'm sure it does it gets you thinking about the rules um, it gets you you know you can see the shifts on the course early on so you you know you're trying to work the shifts and things like that um, positioning yourself on other boats and you know whether you attack underneath the guy or duck him it's really good and for people like me who normally do roles like you know, I'm a bowman, so you know so often I'm, my head's down, I'm focused on on the boat. This is great because you get to be the helmsman and the tactician as well, you know, which is which is a lot more fun.
0: So could this also be a great way of getting um, new sailors into the sport? I think no question. I think it, it's very much a sailing game,
3: um, and yeah, I, yeah, no question. I, th- I think it just gets people sailing. It's not like a computer game. You get a lot of these games where it's all about pressing the star, X, you know, whatever, which makes you do this. This isn't. This is actually all about sailing, getting your boat around the course. And I think if you got good at e-sailing, actually, you'd you'd have a fairly good handle. Of how to get a, a a sailing boat around a race
0: course, so you actually would know the basics of how to do it and what you're trying to achieve. Now, how technical are you? Because you're obviously technical uh, from a sailing point of view. But what about you know? What what do you use? A tablet? Do You use a phone? Are you a PC man? um it, the best i suppose is a tablet
3: or something that's a little bit bigger but most of the time i've done it on a phone because we, we're on the road so it's been at regattas and things like that that's when i've i've done most of it i guess when i get home i you know i should probably spend a bit more time with the family i get told off if i'm on the phone too much so so yeah mostly on the phone but I, the bigger the better because you know you get a better handle better uh, you know better size picture of what's going on
0: There's quite a community then of pro sailors and you're all challenging each other have you got a group
3: yeah, we have a little group. We had a, a sort of WhatsApp group and you 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 send messages to your friends like just about to go on this race with these boats. Oh, and, that's uh, quite serious then. Oh, very serious. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, you want to do well in every single race you do, but especially when you're racing against your
0: mates. I mean, those are the big races. So uh, you're used to sailing real boats in the America's Cup on TV. Um, you need to check out your performances on e-sailing TV.
3: Uh, yes i do yes and i'm glad there is an e-sailing tv it's something i'm going to get more and more into i think it's fantastic this new it's a new sport it's it's gaming but it's not like gaming it's more like sailing we're very lucky to have it
0: all right well let's cross now to switzerland in fact the swiss alps it sounds idyllic doesn't it julian Dibiase uh, of uh, sail gp uh, your coo and right now you are self-isolating in a chalet in the French Alps, which sounds like quite an easy thing to do.
4: <laughs> Hi Alec, uh, nice to see you today. Yes, uh, not much snow, but uh, it's pretty quiet over here in the Alps.
0: Okay, so let, let's talk about Um, e-sail GP, um and, and just explain how, and why, you know, you guys have embraced eSailing so much.
4: Very easy, I mean, when we started GP, we thought it would be awesome to have a, a virtual component to it. And uh, instead of starting our own game or trying to invent something new, we, we thought it would be the right thing to do to join an existing community. So uh, I called Philippe, you know, and we had lunch in Geneva and um, immediately connected with the guy, you know, and, and, and thought we could do something together. So essentially we we joined an existing game as opposed to creating our own to, to be part uh, of an existing pool of players.
0: So can you explain um the competition and, and how you came up with the format and so on and how it's going to work?
4: We were not too sure initially what to do. So we, we did a few different trials and we launched the game during the, the real-life final in Marseille 2019. Um, we, we did a few experiments with it. You know, We, we had a, a live game in the race village in Marseille, which was actually poorly attended. You know, I was expecting more but then online you know people were raging lots of players were playing eSLGP uh, online and we thought okay perhaps the future is um, is to focus on that rather than try to have events uh, uh, during our existing events during our real life events and we for, for this year 2020 we moved on to a format that is very simple people can play remotely they can play during real life uh, CLGP events but behind their screen from home from anywhere in the world and Every time we have a live event, then we have a winner, and those winners will compete in a super final at the end of the season. The, the winner of the final will then race on an F50 and, and get a ride on the real thing. Wow,
0: that's, uh, that's <laughs> thrilling, isn't it? That's, yes. Yeah. That's
4: a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Definitely, yeah. We were, we were just playing also with ideas like prize money and what kind of... Um, Price to come up with you know, for this series and we thought actually the best thing to do is to connect virtual and real life at the end and invite the winner uh, plus one to one of the events and get to see the boats, get to meet the sailors and get a ride on the boat and, and we thought that a unique experience was, was the right thing to do.
0: Um, and how do you activate it within a, a
4: SailGP event? Well for this year 2020 we don't have any activations within the CLGP event so it's really you have the the real life CLGP events that are taking place as a regular or as a live event uh, and then separately in the virtual sphere you have the the competition that's going on globally you know between players and these are two different things that meet at the end when the when the win, when the winner uh, gets to ride on nF15 and all those events are being live
0: streamed, or the main ones certainly, um, and there are a few pop up streams happening as well, just to keep everyone uh, across it. How important are those live streams?
4: Yeah, we talked a lot, you know, with the people from the community, Thomas Lutti, but also L1, uh, Philippe, and his crew, and kind of like got advice from these guys as to what was the right thing to do. And um, I-, I liked the idea of streaming uh, our events, but CLGP is all about, um, let's say, short and impactful, as opposed to uh, long production. So we decided to stream only the final of each qualifier. So it's a it's a short happening, 45-50 minutes between the, S, the the eight best players uh, of each series, and uh, that is streamed. That is produced by uh, eSailing TV by Thomas Lutti. and, and we're, we're very pleased, you know, with the result. It's very engaging. Uh, Thomas has also moved it to the next level where you can now see the, the players on camera, there's interviews with the players. So we're thinking all of that is the start of something great. You know, we're hoping to learn together as a group and really take those streams to the next level. The the, the vision ultimately could be as crazy as if we had a situation like cows 2019, where there was too much wind and we couldn't conduct the, the actual racing with the, the real F50s is that, one day we could envisage, you know, actually replacing that day on the water with a competition between the skippers on the, sit, on the sitting game, you know, and, and make that count for points. Obviously, probably nobody's ready for that just now, you know, but this is probably where the world is going. And um, we, we're, we're thinking as a group, we can, we can move towards that and make sure we have the quality and the right rulings on the water or on the digital water to, to allow for that. Well, you mentioned,
0: you know, light winds uh, and maybe e-sailing uh, replacing the the, the real cell GP race day. Uh, what about now with this coronavirus emergency? Um, where does e-sail GP sit now? How important is
4: it? Very important for us. Uh, tonight we actually have some of the athletes competing in the game against uh, top players. Uh, we are actually exploring some ideas at the moment and see if we can. Produce some uh, short form content, including athletes that might be uh, aired on 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 uh, on broadcast. Essentially, um, so yeah, I mean the world the, the world is evolving at the moment. You know, uh, everybody is looking for new opportunities and new ways to engage. So we just want to take you know steps and make sure that the quality of the product is there. But we're definitely interested in 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 just diving into this more. Um, we have used CLGP uh, or GP a lot in the past, also just to teach kids sailing. You know, we have a, a very strong youth program, and we figure that you know explaining explaining a tack or a jibe on the game is so much more efficient than trying to like you know play with hands and try to tell kids uh, the wind comes from here and uh, you push your tiller there, but you go you go to the other direction. And with the game, we can do all this very simply and in a fun way.
0: Now, Russell Coots, who obviously runs GP, is, is the cornerstone of the uh, event, of the series. He was at uh, the E-Sailing World Championships in Bermuda uh, in the autumn. I was chatting to him and I was actually quite surprised by how he uh, has embraced it. I was expecting maybe a, a bit of scepticism from such a great sailor, um, but he, he really enjoys
4: it. Yeah, Russell is definitely interested in new technologies and, and thinking forward all the time. Uh, he has played with the game a lot, but recently I noticed he, he was not playing that much anymore, so I asked him what's going on, and he, after a few jokes, he admitted that he's now advising his son, who is at the controls from a tactical standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, I want to ask
0: you uh, really where we, where we stand with SailGP and, and the current
4: emergency. We would love to run more events this year. Of course, you know we we have had to cancel a couple, but we're hopeful that everybody will come out of the tunnel very soon, and then we can get back to uh, providing entertainment for all. So stay tuned. So as things stand, um, it's just the 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 two events
0: cancelled so far. You're still hopeful of, of getting the others away. The one in in the UK and the
4: one in Denmark. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a challenging situation for everybody. We don't know for sure. It's very hard to. Uh, to read the situation. We would wish we had a crystal ball that could tell us this is when the world's gonna start spinning again. But at the moment, we we have uh, decided to just monitor the situation and take one event after the other.
0: Right now, let's bring in Joseph Ozan, who's um, in lockdown in Spain. Um, Joseph, thanks for joining us. Uh, just give us a little bit of your background because you were involved right at the very start of the e-sailing uh, game. Um, so,
5: tell us about how that came about. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, initially not a gamer. I'm not uh, really into this world, but uh, I'm coming from the sailing industry. I've been working in the SCUP for 15 years, uh, building like performance tools and simulators for the America's Cup. So, um, I've been contacted by Virtual Regatta, um, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago to collaborate on them. On this, on the game,
0: uh, how much sort of effort did you put into making it as realistic as possible to sailing? Uh, was that was that uh, fundamental to when you were developing the game, or was fun the, the number one priority?
5: I, I think it's it's really you need to find the right balance because, um, as uh, Arthur said, it has to be easy, and sailing is not easy, uh, so you have to simplify. Uh, simplify sailing to make sure you get the core of the sport. So um, it's it's quite um, it's it's quite easy to make it very complicated actually. So you need to you need to really think about the sport and what makes the sport fun and what what you want to capture out of the out, the, out of the sailboat so it can be translated to a good gaming experience. So um, obviously on a boat, I mean, you've got your crew, you've got all your sail stream, everything. So some a part of it, you want to remove it.
0: How how long did it take? I mean, how long were you working on on creating this game?
5: I mean, it's it's probably, I'm, I'm probably not the, the right person to answer here. But uh, I mean, Philippe uh, Guignet, who is a um, um, creator of Ritual Regatta, is um I mean the company was mostly involved in an offshore game and uh, which is still a very successful game and uh, and it it works very very well and um he's been pushing for the inshore version of it long long time ago so the very first version were like honestly it was more like 10 years ago and um with with um with I mean he was really convinced that that uh, that's a game for the sailors all over the world and that's really what what you try to capture is the ability to be able to do a regatta, a five-minute regatta, when you're waiting for the bus or whatever, between, like, two meetings or, or waiting, whatever. Or
0: waiting for the breeze to kick in so you can go and ex- race.
5: Exactly. And, and that's, that's perfectly adapted for that. So this was pursued, like, years, years ago. And um, so it's been a long, long time before arriving to the game uh, you know now.
0: Now, you're working for American Magic. What, what's your role there?
5: I'm running the, the simulator department. So I'm, uh, obviously, that's, that's also a part of eSport that is uh, very important because now, now we use in sailing, in professional sailing team, we use the simulator at a very high level, like similar to what we do in Formula One. The focus is a bit different because we obviously try to capture the physics of the boat as accurate as possible. And we use that for design and development. And now we can spend like nearly six, eight hours a day on the simulator. On uh, shore? Yeah,
0: I, I don't know how similar it is to the Cell GP simulator um, that they use at Artemis Technologies um, just outside London. But uh, if you're interested, there's video from inside that simulator on our YouTube channel. And we've got a whole episode on uh, a whole e- podcast episode on that as well. You can just scroll down your episodes uh, to find that. So tell us what, what's the latest with American Magic? What, what are you guys able to do, if anything? in this lockdown
5: period i mean the, um, it's it's a very tough period for american magic and for all the teams actually and uh, we actually have um we are like the team is um i mean I'm, even though I'm, I'm currently in spain where uh, part of our design offices are but um in uh, down in florida the the boat is still in florida in the in the shed in florida and uh, the team is a bit on hold to, to, to wait and see what's, what's going to happen next. But obviously, for the virtual part of it, it's a, it's a good period because we just sail more and more in the simulator. And I've got like simulator version all over the world. And I've got my customer among the team are growing, you know, and uh, we can do virtual sailing among the team as well. So it's very, very useful actually.
0: I read a report um, recently um, and I'm not I'm not sure how how real it can be, but that Luna Rossa were claiming that um, they are able to get out on the water and train um, because they've got their crew just down to four. uh, So therefore they're following the legal social distancing they have to in Italy um, and the grinding is being done electronically by by computers. I I don't know if you've heard anything like that. Is that even possible?
5: I'm 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 programming simulator, so I'm pretty convinced that you can remove a lot of people on the on the boat, but uh, but uh, but uh, actually I think we should uh, yeah we could probably run the boat with with less people on board, but that's not what we try to do. We try to win the America's Cup on a on uh with normal way with a full crew and everything. But yes, you you can do a lot of things now. OK, before we wrap up the show, let's
0: bring Thomas bjorn Lutti back in, uh, the founder of E-Sailing TV. Thomas, it's fascinating, isn't it, how the ages, the age range of players has changed in the last couple of years. Um, they started off being a lot older and now the average age is, is dropping.
1: Yeah, it's amazing to see. And this is the cool thing about the game. It's because more and more sailors joining in and more and more sailing clubs can see the potential of using e-sailing as part of their structure in the club, especially in the winter times when they can't sail. So we we came from an average age around 34 years old, and now it's dropping down to 28. And it doesn't sound much six years, but in this game with more than 175,000 yearly players, it is much.
0: So let's just um, wrap things up, really, by looking at the future um, and and where you think this is all going. You know, is everyone going to disappear once the lockdowns end? Or do you think we are building, we are seeing a community building now that will stick with the sport?
1: I think we will see a community that's building up and stick to the sport. We will lose around 20 percent of those who's playing now because they, they really want to go on water. But now they have found a game where they can relax in their breaks in between races when there's uh, a lighter breeze and they can't sail. A good example is uh, Bartland Briggs and uh, Pim van der Woog from the Dutch national team. Both of them are top e-sailers and Bartlett Briggs was also part of the world championship in e-sailing in 2019 in Bermuda. So this just shows how top players are enjoying this game both competing in it but also to use it to relax. So in the future I see it as a game we can really do in a high competition level maybe um, dream about going to the olympics as one of the first sports simulators
0: apparently e-sailing will be one of the e-sports uh, presented at uh, the paris 2024 games the federations the national sailing federations involvement will be will be crucial
1: yeah, uh, and also the strategy the federations are doing. Right now, I think it's eight federations that is part of a, the the world ranking list, and they're do- using different strategies. Some federations, like the Spanish and the Danes, jumps into the game and embracing the community, embracing those who are really playing the game and doing collaboration with them. And we see in Spain in, in their national championship, or these tests they have been doing for the national championship, 900 players are participating. Just imagine a sailing event with, with one class with 900 players from the same nation at the same, at the same regatta. That, that's incredible what's happening here. And it's because they're collaborating between the community, those guys who's playing the ge- this game very much and ha- has a passion for it, and putting the Federation frame on it and support on it, and then to do it together instead of see each other as competitioners or divided into two paths. And that's amazing. Uh, if you really want to watch and study the game, then go to eSailing.tv or find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're doing four to six streams a week. We have two channels. And we're also putting up learning videos on the social media. And we have been doing that for almost uh, one and a half year now. So we have really good content in there.
0: All right, Thomas. Thanks very much. Best of luck with that. If uh, you want to give it a go, uh, we've given you the details on that, but let us know what you thought. Did you enjoy it? Uh, The changes you'd make to the game? Uh, We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, uh, or you can message us here on YouTube. Uh, Get in touch, uh, it'd be great to hear from you. But that is episode 33. Uh, Whether you listen to the podcast or watch the vodcast on our YouTube channel, hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be doing more of these over the coming weeks, so stay tuned. From me, Alec Wilkinson, it's goodbye all right.